This is Perspectives, a show where the examination of our many differences often shows us how much we have in common. I'm Condis Presley. We've got a real treat on the program today. We're going to talk to filmmaker Ken Feinberg about his newest film. Ken runs a, a production studio, Creative Studios, here in Atlanta. He is just, he spent a bunch of time out on the West Coast because nobody could teach him anything here. And now he's brought it all back home and he's teaching all of us. And we are happy to welcome a former classmate, former University of Georgia football player, Ken Feinberg. Thanks for coming by. Go dogs! Yeah, thanks for having me on. Happy to be here. So you are the founder and CEO of Creative Studios Atlanta. And tell us about this uh, film that stars Julia Roberts' brother, Eric. Yes, it's called Santa's Boot Camp. It's a project we started a few years ago in Atlanta with our young actors that we teach over at Creative Studios of Atlanta. We wanted to make a movie that would be appealing to people outside of our little acting studio. And we came up with the idea of Santa Claus and what would happen to put Santa Claus in conflict. Well, we decided, well, if Santa's elves go on strike, he's in a heap of trouble. So we said, well, why would Santa's elves go on strike? Well, because they're tired of making toys for all the bratty, self-centered, entitled kids that run around these days. And so they said, we're out of here. We don't want to make toys for them anymore. And Santa, in such desperation, has to bring in six teenagers from the naughty list to help him get ready for Christmas. And that's how the movie started. That's a great idea. So uh, I know you've got a special event coming up where there's a special screening of the film. Tell us about that. Well, the film has been on the uh, festival circuit the last year. Uh, we were honored at the International Family Film Festival with the Director's Gold Award. Congratulations. Thank you. We also won the Best Family Feature Film at the San Diego International Kids Film Festival this summer. And we also have a prestigious Dove Foundation Award as family-friendly content for all ages. This is a movie you can watch. The whole family can watch it together at the same time and even have a discussion afterwards. We have a special event coming up on Sunday, December the 4th at the Aurora Cineplex over in Roswell. They're going to screen the movie for us locally here. Uh, the film is being released through Sony Pictures, but it's not going to the theaters. It's going straight to DVD. And you can buy the DVD in stores for Christmas. You can order online right now and save $5, actually. But the film is going to be screening one, one screening only over at the Aurora Cineplex. It's going to be on Sunday, December 4th at 3 o'clock. Santa is coming with elves. Oh, ho, ho. And we have free photos for people attending the screening. They can come in and they get their picture taken with Santa. It's included with the ticket. And we have Christmas carolers singing. And we have the movie screening, and afterwards we'll have a meet and greet with some of the actors from the movie. Even the actor that plays Santa Claus will be here. And Julia Roberts' brother, Eric Roberts, who's also from Atlanta. And is Academy Award nominated. Academy Award nominated. Came in and played our mall Santa, and he was absolutely hilarious. He was great to work with. He was fun with the kids. He took pictures. And when I met his wife last summer, because we were nominated for some awards at a film festival in L.A., and he was nominated for Best Supporting Actor in the Film Festival. He and his wife came to the festival, to the awards ceremony, and his wife said, thank you for asking Eric to be in your movie because he doesn't get asked to do stuff with kids very often. He has this niche, this niche that he does where he plays this bad guy, and that's what everybody sees him as. But he has a children's foundation. He's very supportive of young people. And she was just tickled pink that we asked him to be in a kid's movie. And he came in, and he was just, he was just nice to everybody. He was very pleasant to be around. Well, you anticipated my question. I was going to ask you, how did you get Eric to do the film? Because he's typically, as you just said, typecast as, as a villain. Yes. Um, what's funny was I recently saw an article online about Santa's boot camp, and they said, you know, 
It's a good thing they didn't ask Eric to play Santa Claus because you'd expect him to kind of come down a chimney packing heat. <laughs> that, yeah. that was kind of funny. <laughs> but when we were making the film, we had talked to a potential distributor, and they said, you know, can you get a name actor to make a cameo in the film because that will help you, you know, when you start to sell it. And they sent me a list of 35 actors' names on the list, and we picked out three of the actors' names on the list, and we asked each of them to do the film. One of them was not available. One of them had an outrageous rate that we just could not afford. And Eric Roberts said, yes, I'll do it for you at your rate. And uh, he came into Atlanta. We flew him in, put him up. He worked one day at the mall. With, he, must have sat, he must have had 60 kids sit on his lap one day. And he was fabulous. And later on, like I said, when I met his wife, she told me the reason why is because um, he wanted to do something with kids. He wanted to give back to the community. He wanted to give back to a, a low-budget film because um, – even he said to me, he says, my wife made me come do this because I need to give back to people that are, you know, that need help. And so uh, he was really kind. And, and both both he and his wife were very kind and very generous and very thankful to have him in the film. And when you watch the film, he is absolutely hilarious. And you have to watch the, the end of the film because we hear so much funny bits. We couldn't put it all in the movies. Also, we do get a blooper we reel get, over the credits. Yes, we do get a blooper over the credits. Eric Roberts talking to some of the kids. In fact... I saved all the stars of the film, all the lead characters, to sit on his lap at the and put that in the end, in the end credits. How did you decide that you were going to pursue a career in entertainment? Because you've been an actor, and now you're a filmmaker, and you have your own you know, studio, and you train actors here in Atlanta. How did all that come to be? Well, I always loved acting. You know, when I started at UGA, I was a pre-med major. I was taking calculus and chemistry and acting for non-majors because I just enjoyed it. And I did some theater plays in Georgia and finally realized I liked film. And I transferred into J school and, and got a degree in film. And then I was had a video production company here in Atlanta. And I was acting in local theater. And one day I said, let me go try and do this. And my journey took me to Orlando and then New York and then L.A. And I was studying and training. And I was in many theater shows. I was in three different rep theater companies. Um, I produced some theater and stuff in L.A. I produced some films in L.A. You know, I came back. I was in Atlanta in the mid-'90s where I produced the – uh, Atlanta premiere of the major Broadway show Talk Radio, which WSB sponsored. I was very happy about that, and we got to work with Neil Bortz on that. We did his graduation ceremony, and that was a, that was a real treat to work with WSB back then. Yeah. And then that, and then after that, I went back to LA, and that's when I, my career really started to take off as an actor. I was on Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Star Trek and Charmed, and all these shows where they needed a big, you know, alien captain or a demon or a convict. And I was working as an actor for all these shows, doing all these really mean characters. And after a while, I was like, this isn't fun anymore because that's not who I am. I mean, sure, I was making money, but it wasn't satisfying. You know, I wasn't being creative. And so I had this little tick in the back of my brain that said, go back to Atlanta. And I ignored it for about six months. And finally said, okay, I don't know what I'm going to do. So I came back to Atlanta and ended up just started teaching other people how to act. And a lot of the people I've been teaching have been working work and becoming series regulars and being in movies and some of them go to LA and some of them have been on Broadway. And then about eight years ago, one of my, ca I was doing some casting here too for commercials and stuff. And one of my colleagues said to me, you ever thought about training kids? And I said, no. And she said, I think you'd be really good with kids. And I thought about it for a second. And I said, okay, if I'm going to train kids, I want to work with kids that really want to learn how to work in this business. I don't want to be a babysitter and I don't want to play games. I want to work with parents who are supportive, and I want to work with kids that really want to have a career. And so for eight years, we've been running this film academy where I mentor a small group of kids every year about what it means to work in the film and television. 
industry and and we make a film every year as part of that training and we'd made some short films and then the year we just started Santa's boot camp my editor friend Craig Tallis who's an amazing editor a wonderful person uh, came to me and said you know with all the short films we made this year we could have made a feature so I said well let's try to make a feature this year and so we, we wrote a feature we tried to do something that incorporated all the students in the film and we shot it over a two-year period and we used about 70 local kids in the movie and um, a lot of them have gone on to do some wonderful things. Uh, one, of, one of the biggest names is a lady called Storm Reed, who, uh, one of the elves in the movie, is currently starring in the Disney remake of A Wrinkle in Time with Reese Witherspoon and Oprah. And she's filming that right now. She was also in 12 Years a Slave. And one of the other elves is a girl named Erica Bierman, who played President Snow's granddaughter in two of the Hunger Games movies. And then we've got a couple of students that are series regulars on Nickelodeon and kids that are recurring on different things. Some of the kids have gone into music and some of the kids that come through the program are not acting anymore, but their parents email me and say, thank you for doing your program because my, my kids are very confident in being who they are. One mother emailed me recently and said, my son excels in math team because he just has the confidence. He credits me for giving him the confidence to be okay with who he is and just say what he wants to say. Absolutely. What is the age range of the children that you, you teach, you coach, then you work with? The youngest uh, student I've had in the, in the program is five years old, but she was an excellent reader. So I want the kids to be an excellent reader because we have to read scripts. If they're younger than that, then I can do one-on-ones with them. But the youngest have been five, and the oldest, I would say, has been in her 70s, maybe. So we have a kid's company, a tween company, a teen's company, and an adult class outstanding and what do you get from being an instructor I learn a lot uh, you know I, I learned some words I learned about what what kids are up to these days um, but what's really satisfying to me like at the end of the day what's really satisfying to me is when like one day I asked the kids all right who learned something today and one of the kids said I learned something that changed my whole life and I said, oh, what is that? He said, you changed my life because you said, if you live for others' approval, then you will die by others' disapproval. Ooh, wow. So what I meant to say as an actor, if you're trying to get everyone's approval, then you're going to be completely dissatisfied with your acting career because you're not going to be approved by everybody all the time. You know, very little of the time do you actually book the role unless you're like that good. But we also applied it to his life. They said, if I'm trying to get everyone's approval of who I am, and I don't get approval from somebody, I'm gonna be very disappointed as a person. And so that's something that really uh, affected me when he said that. And then another thing that affected me just recently was uh, an 11 year old girl in the class uh, came back from the restroom break one time and I went to give her a fist bump and she fist bumped me and she just looked at me and says, I love you. And I said, I love you too. And so, you know, on some level, uh, on a gestalt psych- psychological level, I'm also a father figure to some of these kids, you know, uh, just because I'm an authority figure, I'm talking to them in a, in a creative way, in a loving way, in a coaching way, and I'm teaching them things about their career, and some of these things can actually be applied toward their life. In fact, just yesterday, I was talking about acting, but I said, you know what, if you really want to succeed as an actor, do yourself a favor and get rid of your fake friends now because you know the ones, they're ones that are always sucking your energy and the ones that always have a catastrophic emergency and need you right now. You know, do yourself a favor and, and gravitate toward friends who are supporting what you want to do in your life, supporting your acting career. 
And, th- and this is some of the light bulb moments when people realize, yeah, I know exactly who that is and I know who I want to be friends with now. And so, you know, just little things like that that can be applied toward acting can also be applied toward other areas of your life. And that's one thing that's really nice about acting. It just gives you the confidence to be yourself and to express yourself at 100%. My wife keep encur- keeps encouraging me. She says, you need to write a book about acting for life or something where you just, you know, all these things you talk about that apply toward acting that you can take them and really apply them toward anything, just your people skills. Genuine real life lessons. And yeah, and just one last thing is that to be a good actor, you want to be real. You want to be believable. And so you want to express yourself at 100%. And if you can express yourself at 100% in acting, you can express yourself at 100% in life. Absolutely. We are talking to Ken Feinberg. He is the founder and CEO of Creative Studios of Atlanta, honored just recently with the Outstanding Achievement Award for contributions to the film industry here in this state at the Georgia Film Awards. His film, Santa's Boot Camp, which is cast with many of the young people who have come through his studio, is available now on DVD. Special event coming up at 3 o'clock on December 1st. A screening. Tell me the name of the theater again. Uh, The screening is uh, the Aurora Cineplex in Roswell on Sunday, December the 4th. December the 4th. That's right. I had a wrong date. December the 4th at 3 p.m. Having come back to Atlanta after working in L.A. and starting up your studio, who knew that Atlanta was going to suddenly become a major hub of (laughs) entertainment in the United States? Who knew? Who knew? Someone in L.A. told me that I should tell tell everybody I'm a visionary, that I had that vision, and that's why I came back to Atlanta. If it works, tell them. (laughs) That's right. I was a visionary, and I saw the film industry coming to Georgia, and I said, i got to get there first. How has that changed uh, the business that Tongue you do? Yeah, What's I know. That? How has it changed your business? I mean, I've certainly you must have more people who are interested in learning the craft. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Um, when I started teaching acting in Atlanta, there was uh, just a handful of places that you could actually get uh, acting classes from. And now with all the productions going on, there are, attack, or there are acting classes everywhere. There are people showing up from New York, from L.A., from everywhere, you know, saying, I'm a great acting teacher, I'm a great acting coach, I have this, I have that. And, you know, what I say to people, I'm a big believer in the student finds the teacher. And so I may be a good acting teacher for some people, I may not be, but I highly encourage people before they spend any money on an acting class to, to do some research on who the teacher is. Um, who have they coached? What are their acting styles? You know, can you sit in on a class for free? I, people come and audit my class all the time. And they usually end up signing up for the class, which, and sometimes they do. But, but the thing is, actors spend money on pictures, on classes, on wardrobe, on websites, on videos, on all kinds of things. And so if you're not careful, you could spend a small fortune trying to get into the acting business when the point is you're trying to book work, you're trying to create a job. So get some education first before you run out and send, spend money on photographer. Um, find yourself a good teacher, grow some roots. You know, one of the reasons why my class is a year long, it's a school year long, is because I was teaching one-day workshops and weekend workshops and six-week classes and eight-week classes and 12-week classes. And I felt like, you know what, in eight weeks I can teach you some things, but there's a lot to learn. Can you imagine going in to learn about the radio business in an eight-week class? Oh, yeah. No, you can't do that. No. I mean, even in— I mean, you can do that, but you won't be very good at it. Yeah. So even in a year, I'm, like, barely covering the basics, the foundation stuff. At least when if people come to me for a year, they leave with a technique, they leave with some knowledge, they have some vocabulary. And I take kids out to L.A. for continuing education in a showcase. 
And the teachers, the, the people that come and work with us in L.A. say to me, I want to come work with Ken's kids because I know I'm not starting at square one. They come in, they have a vocabulary, they have understanding. And what they say to me is that some of your kids are ready to work in L.A. right now, as proven by Storm Reed and Kyla Drew and some of these other actors that are series regulars. And some of the kids are about a year away. They keep studying, they keep training, and then they'll be ready to, to actually compete for some of these acting jobs. So how does someone, I think, I'm sure there are parents listening who have this idea or have this notion that this might be something that their children have aptitude for and they would be the right kinds of parents to get that process started. How do they find you and how do they get signed up for your class if, that's, if they're at that stage and that's what they'd like to do? We have a website called creativestudiosofatlanta.com and there's information there. Um, they can come and audit a class. Uh, we have workshops happening all the time. Uh, just last week, Howard Meltzer, who cast Disney television, was in town, and a lot of kids were getting in front of him and as an educational experience where they come in and they get to read for him, and he gives them feedback on how they did on their audition and what he, what he thinks they're right for right now and how, what they think they can get to. So when, when you have an opportunity to meet someone and, and get some education on that level, it's, it's, it's beneficial. So there are things happening um, all around if you if you raise your awareness around it like I said do your due diligence you know not every workshop is a is a uh, educational opportunity so you have to kind of um, do some do some research on that uh, if you want to be in my class you know you can come audit a class you can come sign up you can do one-on-ones with me um, you know but find someone who you feel like you can learn from uh, and and do some research on them. What experience do they have? What have their students done? You know, sometimes I smile when I see former students of mine teaching acting classes in town. I'm like, because that makes me feel good. Like, okay, I they learned some stuff from me that maybe not everything, but they learned some stuff from me. They feel like they know well enough that they can teach it. And I sort of teach in a way that if you can tell it to somebody else, then I know that you got it. Absolutely. So give us some guidance on what people should be aware of to make sure that they are not taken because they are interested in pursuing the career. You know, you drive up and down the interstate and you see the billboards that are soliciting for possible, you know, their talent searches and things like that. How much of that is real? How do you discern between a credible program such as yours and one that perhaps is not? Well, I like to say the answer to every question in our business is it depends. If you're ready for a talent show, then a talent show might be beneficial to you. But if you're if you're a brand, if you're a newbie, and you get in front of some agent, they may say, oh, that's a cute kid. Uh, you know, call me when you're more prepared. You know, one of my students trained with me for a year, and then he went to one of those talent shows, and he did get a manager, and he starred in a bunch of movies since then. And he's still a working actor, and he was like eight or nine at the time, been on television, been in movies, and now he's a teenager. He was recurring on The Walking Dead, and, you know, what's, what's really nice is that he's building a career because he was ready for it. Uh, conversely, there are kids that come to my class that have, that have gone to some of these talent searches and say, well, we feel like that was a waste of money because we got in front of someone for five seconds and they, they you know, or, or I talked to an agent friend of mine who came to one of our showcases and said, before she would come, she said, is there going to be like 50 agents in the room? Because I don't want to fight, you know, for, with all these other agents. I said, actually, there's only going to be three agents there. Okay, I'm going to come. And then she goes, this is the best showcase I've ever been to because our showcase is actually a screening. We have a theater, and the, the kids come in tuxedos and gowns, and they walk the red carpet, and the parents act like paparazzi and take flash pictures. And then we go in and we watch films that the actors are starring in with professional crew. 
And from there, you know, agents can really see what an actor's work is, as opposed to standing in somebody in front of somebody live for five, ten seconds. I, they can get a better understanding of what an actor is capable of, if that makes sense. That makes total sense. That's absolutely wonderful. Uh, so if, a, if an agent says to you, I need a registration fee, you need to pay me in advance, don't give them any money. Agents make money on a percentage of when you book something. So let them book something for you, and then you give them a percentage. Um, you know, actors who are newbies and neophytes sometimes get taken advantage. You know, unfortunately, there are scammers in our industry, and you have to be wary of them. And you just, you know, before you sign anything, read it. Before you give somebody money, do some research. You know, just any common sense thing like that. Don't be star-stricken. Oh, this person says Disney or this person says whatever. I'm not saying anything bad about Disney, but I'm just saying sometimes people show up and say they're from Disney, which may or may not be true. You have to do your due diligence to say, are they really from Disney? You know, if you, if you want to make your kid a star, it doesn't just happen like that. You have to work hard. And just like I was telling the kids yesterday in class, one of my favorite actors is a guy named Alan Rickman, who plays Professor Snape in the Harry Potter movies. And when they asked him, do you feel lucky to have been part of the Harry Potter series? And he looked at him and said, luck had nothing to do with it. I worked very hard for many years to get where I am. And that's what it takes. I, I got to tell you, acting is a hard business. You've got to work hard. You've got to be prepared. You've got to know what the work is, and you've got to do the work if you want to succeed. The best actors are the ones that work the hardest. And if you don't know how to do the work, Get with someone to teach you how to do the work because the work is what it is. Just like any sport, how good a how good of a sport, how good a soccer player, baseball player, football player, you fill in the blank. How good would you be if no one teaches you how to play the game? Maybe you have some natural talent, but that's only going to get you so far. If you want to really make it to the big leagues, you've got to work hard, and you've got to work hard, and you've got to learn, and you've got to be smart, and you got to you got to be good. And it has nothing to do with anybody else. It has to do with you. How. How much are you willing to give to yourself? Absolutely. And again, the best piece of advice you've shared in our time today is educate yourselves before you make any decisions. What is it that you want uh, filmgoers, viewers to take away from Santa's Boot Camp? Several things. Uh, number one, um, this is a movie that you can watch with the entire family. And I kind of describe it as the breakfast club goes to Willy Wonka's factory at Christmas time. And, you know, there's what happens in the movie is that so these teenagers come to boot camp and they don't want to help Santa. They try to escape. They try to steal Santa's sleigh. After all, they were on the naughty list. That's right. They're on the not just the naughty, the naughty, naughty. And Santa sends them to go watch naughty, nice videos where they watch videos of kids behaviors and have to vote whether they're naughty or nice. And they think this is all fun and games until they see videos of themselves doing something to somebody else that's not so nice, and they have to vote themselves naughty. They have to really look at themselves and how they behave, how their behavior affects other people. And so this is one of my favorite parts of the film is because after the film, people really resonate with that, and they, they start reflecting on, well, have I been kind to other people or have I been mean to other people? And uh, one of my mom's friends came to the screening and he brought his four teenage grandkids to one of the the cast and crew screening and he really enjoyed the movie and he didn't know if his teenagers would enjoy the movie but he said you know what three days later they're still talking about that movie it affected them on some level where they could reflecting on how they treat other people really makes a difference and so 
you know, at some point, you know, you have to start consider more than just what you get out of things, how things are happening in the realm for the greater good or cooperation with others or just how are you a mature person as opposed to uh, an immature adolescent. That's the best compliment I think anybody could give. So the screening is in Roswell on Sunday, December 4th at 3 p.m. The name of the theater again? Aurora Cineplex. Yes, the Aurora Cineplex, yes. of Holcomb Bridge and Alpharetta Highway. Three o'clock, Santa and the Elves, Christmas Carolers, 4.30 screening. Can you get the tickets early or do we wait and get them on the day of? Nope, Chris, the tickets are available now. Go to the auroracineplex.com, I think that's the website. And they're $9 in advance and $12 at the door. Um, You get them in advance and that includes your photo session with Santa. Sounds like a great afternoon, Ken Weinberg. Good to see you again. Thanks so much. Congratulations on the film. Thank you so much. A pleasure to see you too. Perspectives is a half hour we produce with you in mind. If there's something you think we ought to be talking about, let me hear from you. Tweet me, condo 29 on Twitter, or leave a message on our Facebook page. We do appreciate your listening and hope you'll be back next week at this same time as we examine another perspective.